Yo guys, welcome to episode four of The Cage. Guys, I'm Murph. And I'm Josh, and we'll be vibing with you today. First, I want to thank our sponsor for today, Don Duke 588 Don Duke 588 streaming on Twitch because he's a little bitch. Now for our unofficial sponsor for this episode, The Blue Wave. The Blue Wave, the only things black voters will have to wait for longer than their fathers. Oh, I mean, come on, bro. The Democrats People, really thought they waiting. were about to take. They really thought they were about to take like a stronger majority in the House, bro. Now with people, I'm yeah. sorry, dude. You can't be screaming. Abolish be the police and all cops we'll are bastards. Hey, 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 we'll get to that. Uh, I want to introduce the topics. Uh, obviously, the presidential election. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Josh, you want to talk about? Aliens. Yeah, I'm talking about aliens today, guys. Dude, I've fun. just remembered my topic. It's I gotta talk about religion. This will be fun. <laughs> this will be a lot of fun. Uh today, but we're not alone, Josh. No, we are not. Again, for the second episode in a row. We have uh, a we guest have today by our lovely guest Ace. Ace. Ace Hardware. Pleasure to be here. Uh welcome to the pod. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Ace, I feel like we can have a constructive discussion here, and I think there's going to be some diversity in opinion. I completely agree. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so first, yo, today's November 11th. We still don't have an official president from like the states and stuff. Yeah, like, the Electoral the, College it, has not yet voted. Yeah, it's like still going on. Yeah. Um, Josh, dude, your initial Pom- All I'm going to say is, dude, Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of State, said today he is going to be ready for a peaceful transition into a second of Trump administration. The, the current top GOP <laughs> members currently fully wholeheartedly believe they can still twist this to a Trump presidency. I don't know, dude. Listen, the recount still has to happen, and y- – Pennsylvania still could go the way of him. Who knows? Dude, but, but I just feel like the gap is too big for a recount to actually matter, bro. Did you see, bro? The uh, the Justice Department had a, like a a top guy for like election crimes. He's like an election crimes prosecutor. Yeah, and he resigned because he said Barr was like far too intrusive in the current. He, you can't like challenge the election before they're done, and it's considered intrusive. There's like a precedent of like. 50 years to not do that and they're doing it yeah dude he's currently um he's current trump has apparently been replacing people in the department of defense with um trump loyalists so uh, oh, i don't shit. know like, i don't that's know what's the military, yeah that's the yeah people <laughs> the pentagon is apparently bugging out the pentagon is bugging out yeah that's why so i don't know man i'm a little i'm a low-key a little worried that Dude, apparently rumors there wasn't confirmed, I believe, but apparently even Ivanka and Jared Kushner are like, bro, it's over. Like you have to concede. But he's just not going to. It's not going to. I mean, even with everything that he's doing, the way it's looking, I don't think he's gonna manage to swing it back his way. I think Biden's gonna be president, and anything that he does with the Justice Department now can be reversed by Biden come January. Yeah, but there's the fear that if everyone's in the military on his side, like what if he refuses to leave? Well, dude, the problem is the thing is, on the military is on his it's, side. Up, it's up to the joint chiefs of staff, bro. Those are the guys. As long as those guys stay 
like true to like you know democracy and <laughs> and and side with Biden, then the military is if the military as long as those guys side with Biden, anybody who sides with Trump from the military is going to be committing treason at that point. And there's no way they do that. There's just no way. If people are willing to commit treason to join him, then they're just fucking. They're just lost. They're completely fucked up in the head. I'm sorry. In case you can reply to this, but right now I think Trump is just being a little bitch. Like he's being a little pussy. Yeah, he's the kid who yeah. he's, he took. He's taking the ball home on the fucking playground like, because he, he lost. Can, he can launch these lawsuits and like ask for recounts, and that's fine. But it's like hurtful to the country, and he's he people know he can't win it. Bro, See, that's literally- the thing. Is- He's he's trying to spark all this up with his base because that's all he's done for the past four years is get his his hardcore base to rally behind him. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what he's trying to do is he's trying to get enough support behind him to try to make it matter. But the truth is, most most Americans see right through it. They realize that hey, it, you lost fair and square as things sit right now. Yep. So it's until any evidence comes out to the counter of that, it's you got to suck it up and deal with it. I just like I don't I just don't understand the amount of people who are looking at the overwhelming evidence. That there is not a large scale elector like a voter fraud. I, I do have to say, Josh, door to door in Pittsburgh today, I met this lady who worked at an elections booth uh-huh. in PA, and she told me that she witnessed massive fraud and she needs to report it to the president. Um, she also seemed a little off, but she, oh, wow. she I don't know. I don't want to say that. She was like with it for sure, but like she seemed kind of crazy. That's the thing. No, There's a video I mean, going around now of people of these people who are apparently workers taking ballots, like ma- like thousands of ballots out of a um out of a Dropbox, and apparently they're fake workers. And, it, and, and, and like this woman's just sitting there videotaping that for like three minutes. I just yeah, don't understand no. how these people who are supposed to be committing like espionage at that point. Like that's a federal offense to fuck around ballots. Like that's federal prison time. I understand how people who are supposed, I I just don't like people who are doing that. Don't just let themselves be fucking filmed. I'm sorry. There's no way that's fucking true. There's no way that's a legitimate fucking video. And the worst part is, is that the president tweeted it. It is unconfirmed that any of those men are actually stealing ballots or are actually working for the Democrats or anyone. Dude, they could have been working for the fucking Republicans for all we know, bro. Yeah. Don't even know. See, where was, don't even know where that was. Like, I don't even know what the I fuck that, that was. I think there was definitely fraud on both sides. To be honest, I mean, I think you have several, a lot of uh, places. There are just floods of ballots coming in for just Biden, which I think is definitely orchestrated by the Democrats. Then you have spots in the nation where predominantly Democrat areas, their polling booths just happen to be out for the day. Like, I was reading an article where there was just a pipe burst. And uh, no one fixed it. They were just like, all right, like, yeah, that's a predominantly Democratic polling place. But instead of like relocating or anything, it's just like, it's fine. They can mail it in or whatever. And that's not okay either. And then like, I personally, when I went to vote, like the guy in front of me got yelled at for trying to commit fraud. He was like, cause he went in to vote and they're like, sir, like we already received and counted your mail-in ballot. And he's like, well, like, no, I need to vote. And they're like, well, we have the barcode of us sending it out. We have the like confirmation that you got it and the confirmation of like the date and time that we received it back. I just feel like a lot of people were mailing in the ballots and then Trump was going on national television and tweeting out to 80 million people that um, that the mail-in system was rigged. So a lot of people, mostly Trump supporters that had already mailed in their ballots went in. They asked for like a cancellation or something and got a provisional ballot, ended up trying to vote accidentally. You know, you can't prove that they were doing this on purpose. Accidentally, they were voting twice. So that was happening yeah. a lot. Josh, I have a case. Yes. 
So naturally, Josh, I believe you and me are on the same page that there was no widespread voter fraud that would swing the election. Listen, every single year, yeah, every single year, dead people vote. People like like uh, people that aren't supposed to vote vote. Like uh, people vote twice sometimes. Sometimes a ballot here or there is twitched. There is no way. There's no physical way, and it's never. There's never been a case of such bad voter fraud that an election has been undermined ever yeah, in the of history of mail-in balloting, mail-in but ballots. Job. But listen, in a country of 300 and like what, 30 million people, people are going to slip through the cracks. People yeah, act bro, like the course. system has to be perfect. It's okay. Like it's, it's Dude, not uh, Joe Biden did not win the election fraudulently after, because Dude, of voter fraud. I have a question though for Ace is, do you agree with everything I was just said about the mail-in ballots? Not, they were Okay. <laughs> And that the election wasn't rigged. No, uh, see, I think there was definitely some finicky. I think there was some finicky stuff there. I think the mail-in ballots as a whole were not handled as well as they should have been. Like Listen, no, no. But here's the thing, dude: the the mail-in ballots are done by the U.S. Postal Service, which Trump controls. So if the if the election was kind of like iffy through the mail-in ballots, then it was completely of his own fault because he he well, literally destroyed the U.S. Postal Service. Else. Someone else could have orchestrated an effort with the mail. What I'm saying is a lot of ballots were mailed out to people that did not request a mail-in ballot. So you had a lot of ballots out there that had no intended person to vote for them, which has never happened in the history of of the U.S. Well, that's because of COVID. They were automatically sent out. That's what happens. You're you're right. That was the rationale behind it. But I'm saying that that opened up the door for a lot of fraud to be committed. And I'm saying that it's impossible to know whether or not people took advantage. Well, how many states did that? How many states did that? Because I, I, I know some states don't automatically send out. That was not a – I don't believe that was all like a majority of the states. I think it was but only a handful. Previously, Josh, previously – I can't say that for sure though. Josh. Well, Biden only won by a handful of states. But, I, I mean, mean let's see which one Josh, was. Yeah. Right now, the – prior to this election, you had to request a mail-in ballot. And in this election, they were sent out. Mm-hmm. How does COVID have anything to do with that? Why can't you just request during COVID? I'm just saying that's what they said. I don't know yeah, why they did it. So, and then that begs the question: Why did they do it? Nine states, nine states sent out mail out ballots on mail ballots automatically. I, I guarantee you, Democratic, no matter. I'm gonna what. no, not yeah. Let me see if they list all the the nine. It was Vermont, Nevada, D.C. So that is District of Washington, D.C. Barely as fucking counts. California, New Jersey, Colorado, Hawaii, Utah, Washington, Oregon. I don't think it, any of these states it, are swing only states. Nevada was the swing state. Really. Nevada was the only one that would that actually, and at the end, it even mattered because Biden got Pennsylvania, so, which didn't do this. So clearly, I don't believe it mattered at all. Effort, effort to send out ballots to change the direction of the election. They chose all the wrong states. They so literally threw, yeah. And so I don't do believe that, that is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. Cool. I work because I mean I fuck with our election, man. Yeah, I fucked with the, I fuck with our Democratic. Ace, do you think that do, do you see the argument by the the establishment Democrats that it was socialism and the far left that lost the Democrats' House seats? What is your opinion on that? Yeah, I think Biden was a good choice for the Democratic Party because he, as a presidential nominee, because he's very farther or closer to the center than most of the party right now. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, most of the leadership, like you look at Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Ihan Omar, oh. uh, like they're fairly, their policies so, are fairly 
So, Chase, I agree with you on everything on that, but don't come at Nancy Pelosi. Don't ever come at Nancy Pelosi, please. Nancy Pelosi, honestly, truthfully, isn't even that far left. No, she's she just happens to be dealing with some people who have a lot of power that are happen to be on the far left. No one can say anything bad about Nancy Pelosi. She's doing a great job. Okay. Okay. Do you understand? The reason why California is such a shit. Uh, all right, und- okay. understood. I and won't. Now you can talk. continue your point right, if you sorry. like. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think that a lot of like the people that are predominantly in the media, on the news, speaking on behalf of the Democratic Party, have fairly far left policies. So I can understand how a lot of people think that that's how the whole party is. Yeah, even if that's not necessarily the reality. That's the thing. I don't believe it is, and you can tell by the the fact that Joe Biden even got elected uh, into the prime to like to become the Democratic nominee uh, is the yeah. is a good showing as to like why the Democrat the Democratic Party isn't there yet. It might be there. It might go there within the next couple of years. No, but did you see AOC politics now? I don't give did a fuck see, about her, bro. Listen, bro, at the dude, end of the day, bro, man, her her no district funny. is so gerrymandered; it doesn't matter. She she her leaves, someone takes her place. Her district hates her. You know, several her people district, have walked out her uh, district and been like, hey, what do you think of her? And they're like, we we don't think she represents us. We want her out of office. And they're yeah, like, they, well. No, they, they, they voted for 80, like 80% to 20. So they obviously selected a very handful. Like they probably just found a handful of people that don't like her. She Democrat. overwhelmingly like blew out the Republican. No, I, I, I disagree. Yeah. I believe her constituents her. love her. Yeah. She did have a primary opponent too. I saw. Like, yeah, but she back- blew her out too. Absolutely. Yeah, and there was a huge campaign against AOC and. Yeah, it, didn't, just- it barely it didn't even do anything, dude. She's too strong there. She's going to be the congresswoman there for the next fifty years or however long she dies, or she's going to move on to like she'll be the next senator of the of the New York though. She'll easily be the next senator of New York. Say I think she can Ch- do it. <laughs> Good old Chuck Schumes. Ch- no, Chuck uh, will stay there. Uh, Gillibrand's the one on the chopping block, dude. If AOC goes for senator for like the Senate, like that's the thing. Everyone thinks uh, everyone was coming at Chuck Schumer saying he was getting pressured by AOC. But in reality, Gillibrand's the next one up. She, yeah. she AOC yeah. would be stupid to go after Schumer. So Gillibrand is the next one up. I believe. No, this, no, listen, if, if I was going to go after no, a senator, no, no, it would no, be no, no. aliens is the next topic up. That's true. The Gillibrand. aliens is the next topic up. <laughs> uh, Josh. Please enlighten us on why we have to sit here tonight and talk about aliens. Okay, listen. So I watched I watched a very interesting podcast episode from Joe Rogan. One of the only podcasts that I believe to be better than ours. Um, and he was talking to this guy, Bob Lazar, and this other dude, this, uh, this movie maker, this filmmaker, uh, Jeremy Corbyn. And Bob Lazar is a scientist who back in the 80s claims... And there's is a lot of evidence to back him. Discussed previously on the cage. I believe so. Yes. Uh, I got more information on him. I watched the entire thing. I did more research and it's yeah. fucking crazy, dude. So this guy, first of all, let me give you the story. This dude works at a, um, he's, he's working at like this lab in New Mexico or some shit. And he's going down to, uh, and some like the dude who, uh, invented the hydrogen bombs giving a speech. So this dude goes from his lab and goes to this other lab and watches the speech. But before he goes there, he shows up. And this guy, Bob Lazar, he was an engineer as well. He put a jet plane engine in his car. So you can hear his car from like two miles away. And it's on the newspaper that day. So the guy, this hydrogen bomb guy, the guy who made the hydrogen bomb, you could Google him. He, um, uh, 
Where are the aliens at? I'm getting to it, bitch. <laughs> Fucking dude, get to the aliens, bro. Dude, you have to give me time, bro. So I'm trying to get the I'm trying to lay down the backstory, dude. Edward Teller is the dude I'm talking about. The guy who made the hydrogen bomb. So anyway, so they they talk, they become buddies because he's on the newspaper. And a couple months later, he's looking for work. And Bob Lazar talks to this guy Ed Teller, and he's uh he asked me for a recommendation. I'm going to be upset. Fuck you. So he he gets a job recommendation to go work at Area 51. That's what I'm getting for getting at. But he actually works at Area S4, which houses alien ships. He claims to have seen eight different alien ships, but he believes at least two or three of them were taken out of archaeological digs, which means these alien ships were uh, crashed here or were left here um, millions of years ago, probably, or thousands or hundreds of thousands of years ago. Some long amount, like they were here for a while. That's what he claims. The same stuff. That, no, no, that, that, that's no, that's yeah, that, that's what Lazar's was saying. But here's the thing, bro. He claims to have worked at Area S four, right? So um, this guy Corbin was doing a lot of trying to do some research on because he was trying to question. He was trying to break this guy's theory to see if he was like you know be correct or if he was lying or not. So he um, they use these really shitty biometric scanning devices that put your hand into like these like uh, it's like this mold of a hand almost like you slide your fingers in and it measures the bones in your fingers. The length of your finger bones is very unique. So he showed him one of these things, and and Lazar recognized him. So that's where they're like, um, so like he definitely worked there. And there was also an engineer that worked. Gosh. What? So you're telling me that they're I'm aliens? Listen, I'm, I apologize. I'm very fried. I'm really trying to tell the story. I'm very Dude. high. No, well, I'm trying to. What I've gathered from this entire story okay. is that there's a guy that worked for the government, saw some ships, and you're like, he's right because he saw the ships and he worked for the government. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but here's the thing, bro. The government tried to like discredit him completely, bro. If you Google this guy's name, he, he says his education is at like some college, some county college library, bro. He, he graduated from Caltech and MIT. That's been erased from the internet. Didn't and the he Pentagon has proof that the he- UFO? Like genuinely a thing. Well, they, yeah, they said they've been that. looking into him for a while. And dude, no, listen, this guy claims that um, apparently a lot of the technology that they that they had these ships, it's actually privately owned. Like, if you want to keep something hidden, you put it in the private sector. No one can touch it in the private sector. You know, the Freedom of Information Act can't touch it in yeah. the private sector. Yeah, Jeff Bezos could just have all the alien shit. Maybe that's and why he hasn't he hasn't really gotten like that deep into uh, space yet. Maybe he's waiting to yeah. just, just blow us out of the fucking just blow Elon Musk out of the sky. Dude, what if like the government was just trying to hide space from like the future presidents, and they like just sold oh, it? Dude, I, Trump doesn't know about aliens. Yeah, like, I truly believe that presidents don't know about this stuff. There's somebody that has more information than the president on this stuff. There's got to be. You're referring to the deep state. Um, fuck off, dude. The deep state is just oh. bureaucrats, just people who just have been working there yeah, for like thirty yeah, years. My aunt's the deep state. <laughs> like calm down with the deep state. People that control what the president knows, so we can keep up like public appearances and. Like there are certain things that if you know, like you can't just stand in front of a crowd and pretend like you don't. Like you know what I mean? Like if, yeah, I, mean, if the guy, I don't know, dude. Politicians are professional liars. I believe that is part. If you can't, I, I believe if you can't hide information, then you can't be a politician. That's no. Right. I, I mean, disagree. Trump I, hid COVID from everyone. Yeah, he did that. He stared us right in the face and did that. And what I found is I had an internship uh, working for the Pennsylvania Republican party. Um, so I was working with mainly lower level candidates. And to be honest, like there's a lot of times where people just will like, people will pick business owners and stuff like that. Cause they're like, Hey, you can win here. We need this like County to be Republican held. Like you would be a good fit. We'll tell you, like, we'll help you. We'll tell you everything that you need to do. 
So you have politicians out there that have no clue what they're doing. They're just like, like the man Trump. that can get elected, and then people behind them are the yeah. ones that actually know like what's Trump. up. No, listen, that happens in a lot of local elections. In a lot of local elections, uh, most of the times the elector, I mean the guy who gets elected is controlled by um, by whatever party party leaders. Yo, Josh, shut the fuck up. Die. Literally fuck off. So right now, religion is the next topic, guys. I can't wait And for the this. main question is, what do you think, what do you believe organized religion has in the 21st century America? If any at all, what role? I think that it provides a sense of unity for a lot of people. I think that there's a lot of division in the world right now. And a lot of people are trying to find something that they can identify with. I think that having a religious organization that has a a solid structural and historical foundation um, can help a lot of people find their niche um, and kind of, helps a lot of people's yeah. personal like a give people hope kind of stuff community but yeah. josh what is your opinion on organized religion in the 21st century <laughs> i'm okay listen listen organized oh. religion does a lot of are you, are you cool decent hold up organized religion you, you does a lot or, of decent things religion. i do not like the when you organized religion goes outside of their scope okay organized religion should do one thing and that's literally just be a just a just a place like have like churches and like allow people to practice their religion in an organized and like institutionalized manner, which is literally which is listen, yeah. it's okay. But when, but when they when go pra- outside of their scope, when priests start talking about how you should vote, or they start talking about abortion and shit but like Josh, that, and they try to influence people's like day to day lives, no, no, no. I don't fuck with that. I understand that, but if someone is practicing their religion. It isn't just in a church. They practice it wherever they go, bro. So if there's a belief held in the church, it doesn't matter like where they go. Like if they want to, the priests, what, were, what was the example? I don't know. The priests, bro. What about how they were, they, they're influencing like your political decisions? Yeah, your, if it's, okay. your religion follows a certain path that the politician is cool with, then why wouldn't you vote for that politician? I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying it's not the the church's place to tell you if you should or should not. That's your place. I think the church should be able to say, "Hey, we think this," and it should be on the people to decide what how how much of an impact that has on their decision. You definitely have people out there that are full like the the people out there that are crazy for whatever they believe, um, and they're definitely going to full heartedly follow the church and i get what you're saying it's wrong that the church can snap their fingers and someone vote a certain way because of that but i think that's not the church's fault because all the church is saying is hey we believe this all right hold up i'm taking a bong rip (laughs) listen bro all i'm saying is if the church wants to start talking about politics fucking tax them bro tax them to death fuck them if they want to start getting involved in the government then the government should be able to take money from them that's all i'm saying bro if they're going to start influencing elections, tax the fuck out of them. That's all I got to say. Listen, if you want to do that, by, by all means, by all means, do it. But tax them. Tax they them a do, lot. But dude, they're they're a nonprofit. They do charity work. They're if they want to start influencing elections, then tax but them. Josh, nonprofits influence elections all the time. Like which ones? And no, 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 no. Which ones are as powerful as the church? 
Tell me that Dude, actually. Which ones are as powerful as the church? The the nature of the power has nothing to do with the right or the wrong of yeah, that's true. a nonprofit you know, having yeah, come a. Come on, I just don't like the church. All right, fuck the church, bro. Dude, but like if Planned Parenthood wants a political candidate as a nonprofit, like I would not why? take Planned Parenthood's endorsement at all, actually. Because that would basically guarantee that most Republicans would not even think of voting for me if I was ever to run. Yeah, but at least the, today's Republicans. But I understand what you're trying to say, and so, I understand that I'm probably wrong. I just don't like the church. <laughs> but what I do like, Josh, is the bro of the week. The bro theory? Did you say that? No, the bro of the week. Dog. Oh, the. Oh, Ace, who's who's the bro of the week, dog? Um, I do believe it is uh the late Alex Trebek. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Dude, I was watching a video on the Sports Center Snapchat thing about like some clips of him. And I high key like I got emotional as fuck, bro. That man was so nice. Yeah, he was What tight. a what a fucking dude, dude. Like what a goat too. Um what like, else is tight is our mm-hmm. babe of the week. I hope she's tight, bro. <laughs> Ace, do you know who this lovely chick is? Well, since I got yelled at earlier for throwing shade her way, I'm going to guess that it's Nancy Pelosi. You are spot on, <laughs> sir. Spot on. Just clap it up for Nancy. Nancy the Babe, uh, smoke show. Out of California. Straight out of Cali. You know how it is, bro. Chase, do you have an opinion on Nancy's appearance at all? Or even her, her not just her appearance, like her voice. Her intelligence. Mm, her voice She's is amazing. Babe. Um, I, I assure you, you do not want my opinion. <laughs> Dude, she's 81. She looks 40 years younger. 40. That's at least 40. At least 40 years younger. And, yeah, so did you hear she's running for speaker again? I think she for, better get it. She better get and it. And so if she's running for speaker, like, I'm running to Washington, D.C. just so I can gaze in her eyes. Yeah, we're going to have to go. The cage is going to have to make a trip to Washington, D.C. and try to obtain a photo with Nancy Pelosi. We will, Listen, if any of our viewers have any connections to her at all, let, let us, us know. Because we are about you to will get a, you can You can come on and you're chilling. If You can be a guest you if you can any, get us. Any information regarding Nancy Pelosi's location, let us know. Yes, please. Um, at this point, let's take a, a little smoke break. Smoke break. All right, guys, <laughs> welcome back to the cage. Welcome back. This is a time we want to set aside and bring our guests back in for an interview. Yep. Ace, are you excited for this interview? Yeah. Well, not sure what to expect, but yeah. Have you have you ever heard another cage interview before? Well, I heard you interview uh, last week. Yeah, Zach. Right? I don't remember. Yeah, Zach. So, Josh. Hit him with the first kind of question we'd hit him here with that. The okay. Here's a, here, the first question right off the bat. Pretty simple. Pretty Very simple. Very straightforward. Straight would you, it was an, it's a would you rather. Would you rather punt a baby or hotbox uh, a lung cancer recovery center? <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Yes. Um, it is would terrible. you rather? Both of them ruin your reputation as a person. 
you're not coming back from either one of these. And by the way, the hot box, you're smoking tobacco and weed. <laughs> so most yeah. of those people are going to get addicted to the cigarettes. We need a straight answer now. Um, yeah. Which one? I, I would punt the baby in. <laughs> you're punting That's the good, baby. That's a good answer, to be honest. So we can all like decide the baby's dead, right? Not yep. surviving. Mm-mm. No, the, if the baby's nah. surviving, it's well, like uh, it's having some serious physical issues. Well, if you're hot boxing a lung recovery ward, like none of them are surviving either. I mean, well, they might. It might just slow their progress or make or make shorten their life. Yeah. But like a couple I'm, months, they all be like there's six. They're all. I would think they are all gonna like suffocate. Probably. Mm-hmm. Listen, all, you're full. No, listen, bro. You're full hot boxing it. Remember, you're full <laughs> hot boxing no, it. Facts. They're suffocating. Pretty fucked. They're fucked. Unless if they're on, some of them might be on oxygen, bro. That's true, but the oxygen will eventually run out. No, if you're on oxygen, then you'll be fine. Yeah, someone's true. gonna save them by the time you're done hot boxing. Like the cops are about to pull up. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? If you're on oxygen, you're good, bro. For sure. Yeah, but either way, your reputation is ruined. But speaking of healthcare, yeah, uh, maybe perhaps some inequalities in that, some inequalities in income. Chase, what is your assessment on income inequality in America, and what should be done with the current situation, if anything at all? That was a lot. Okay. Um... The transition right there. So the the state cur- the, the current so state of in of income, wealth inequality of income inequality in America. Okay. Um I think that it is on yeah. Hold on. Got to get – all right. <laughs> so I think that there are a lot of things within the system that could be fixed. Um, however, the people that could fix them are the ones that are benefiting from them being in place. So they aren't likely to be fixed. Uh, I, I think that income inequality is always going to exist. Which is uh, cool. I um, so yeah, some I people don't it, deserve the same income it, as others. Yeah, communism is bad. Yeah, fuck communism. Yeah, that's so right. That's where the pod stands. Fuck <laughs> communism. That's yeah, right, that's Bernie right. Sanders supporters. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> really thought that man was going to run a general election? Really? So come on. So Get the fuck so out of here. Ace, what you're saying here is that it exists due to structural problems, and that the people in charge are benefiting, so they won't fix it. I'm saying that. Over time, the people in power have put up safeguards to ensure that they remain in power. Um, like, for example, you have multi-million-dollar companies that work to that use pay lobbyists to help get policies passed that are going to help them keep making money in the future. Yeah. So I think Which that's means you can get more lobbyists. Yeah. And then more power. Exactly. More lobbyists. So I mean, and then you're just like Thanos. Yep. At that point, man, you have all the power. You finger snap away lobbyists. universal healthcare. And Bill Gates has all the power if he wants. Uh-huh. <laughs> he could just buy every politician. Yeah, dude, him and Jeff Bezos don't go into politics because they're too power. They're already pow- like they're more powerful. They don't. It's not even worth they're their more time. More powerful than politics. Though. It's more. Yeah, it's like it's not even worth their time because they both know they're never going. They're untouchable, bro. You cannot yeah. touch those men. And Ace to. To finish the question, what do you think should be done about the current state, if anything at all? 
Um, I would say end bailouts because I think that ultimately they keep inefficient companies in power. Yeah. Um, whereas if you don't bail them out, ultimately the way capitalism works is another person that has the means to provide that service or product will arise and start making money. Yeah. By making it. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think any further effort should be made besides just bailouts? Do you think bailouts would solve the current status quo to your liking? I think it, that's one safeguard that I think could be do you removed. Fuck with, but I don't. I think that, so. I have one question yeah, here. Do I you fuck with like? Works. Yeah, the systems it works, but I'd like it to work better. Wait, what about? I have a, I have a question. Do you agree with the bailing out of entire industries? It depends, bro. It depends. Like Obama bailing out the auto industry, good. Mm. Like straight up, because like there are economic principles, bro. I'm telling you that like in certain times it would be an efficiency for a bailout. Yeah. If, the, the only like the only problem I had with airline bailout is that the government gave them the money, and instead of uh, supporting their workers, they just threw it into uh, like stock buybacks. Yeah, to get profits. And, and then they ended up wanting more bailouts because they ended up, oh, by the way, you ran out of fucking money again and all your people are at, like not getting paid. So like that that was my only problem with the airline bailout. They were so obviously mishandling it. At that point, you have to let them die. You can't I let a have- company like that survive. You just can't. It's sad. But those workers will find a job with the next airline company that comes along and buys them. That's just yeah. how, like, I do have a question for Ace, though. It's unfortunate. It's, it's clearly bailouts are not too cool most of the time. But like, would you support like publicly funding higher education past high school to like a greater extent, free tuition? No. Um, and why is that? Because I think it devalues the education. And because yeah. I, th- I think that kind of happened with high school because you go back a few generations and if you graduated, if you had a high school diploma, that got you places. And then all of a sudden people are society evolved to the point where more people were getting college degrees. So to get that distinguished edge, you had to go to college. And if you had an associate's degree or a bachelor's degree, it's like, okay, yeah, that's um, not, that's the way we currently are where you, a college degree gets you in the door yeah. a lot of places. But I understand that we're now like the value of the degree lower, like the high school degree is less valuable than it once was because I, those I, workers make lots of money now. But no, let, listen, let I have, this. I have a point to no, make to no, that. No, no, no. No, no, but what I would like to say is that these people back then made more money because low-skilled wages in America were higher then because that's before globalization and the jobs went. It's not necessarily that more people are going to college and that's why the high school is worth less. The high school is worth less because of a lot of economic issues in low-skilled industries. I I also believe that college became highly overvalued. I think that's also what might have fucked around with the worth of a high school diploma. I believe yeah. college has become extremely necessary in the eyes of a majority of the American population. And what I would say is that college does make you smarter, bro. Like if you look at the stats, like the people that like, I meet people on the street, like door to door that don't have a college degree. And like, they're just not as smart. And like, why, why would we not want to build our human capital in America? That's the thing, bro. Education has been devalued so much. And that's why things like QAnon have such a large base because it's simply put that these people are highly gullible. They're just dumb. It's sad, but some people get born and they're just not fucking smart. 
And the problem is nowadays in society, education has been devalued, but the value of a college degree is still so fucking high that so less and less people are getting them. So a lot of people are getting very, they're kind of getting envious and pissed off at people with college degrees. So there's kind of becoming a divide, which is why a lot of times these people who without a high education or a high, like, you know, like intelligence level, a lot of times they feel like they need to like they they believe things like QAnon, so they feel like they're almost smarter than the people that they're actually dumber than. Does that make sense? Do you do you disagree with anything that was just said? Ace. No, nah, I think yeah, uh, I I agree with what you said. Um, I think part of the problem is that with it, like, or part of the solution to that is yeah, we want our society to be smarter, but. Ultimately, uh, we're pushing more knowledge farther at a younger age now. So, for example, like high school math, like it's common for us to have learned calculus and algebra um, or sorry, calculus or statistics, uh, trigonometry, things like that in high school. If you ask like our parents or our grandparents, that was unheard of unless you went to college. And those were like junior, senior classes. That's a a good thing. Right. So my point is that that didn't happen because you made college free. Like the information, like we found a way, a more efficient means to teach it to our children. So ultimately our, we are making society smarter. You're ultimately, you're just, no matter how smart you make society, you're always going to have dumb people within that group. What I would say is that if you are unable to obtain a college degree due to financial, uh, in, in a, a financial inability to do so, they're clearly at a disadvantage in our economy. Mm-hmm. I think you can get student loans, invest in yourself, and as long as you're smart about it and don't get like a useless degree, yeah, um, you can go about it that way. Or you, uh, if you are but, anti-loan or have the inability to get them, you can enlist in the military, do something by other means where someone will provide uh, funding for your education. I mean, even beyond the military, there are a lot of employers that offer that as a benefit. Like I know as I, I work at Walmart and that's part of like, I could apply to. Is that pretty widespread though? Like within Walmart, like would, why are they not paying for your college degree? Because you didn't win that like competition thing. No. Um, because I didn't apply for it, to be honest. Uh, I, I didn't know about it until it was too late for me to apply okay. for it. Okay. Um, is yeah, but it so is an option is my point. You're it's just like, saying there are other ways to obtain resources that, that don't require a college degree and they can do that if they want money. No, I'm saying that you were saying you have some people that are financially unable to go to college and it's not fair to them to, for the inability of them to get an education. Correct. I'm saying there are means out there for them to get an education and invest in their future and be able to be financially successful in the future. I, I, can I real quick, I just want to go back to a point you made about when you said if no matter how much education you had, there will always be dumb people. I like to just contest in a little bit in, in saying that even if you, um, if you fully educate a complete, a, someone who is, who has kind of reached their ceiling intelligence wise, if you fully educate them, they may still be dumb but they will likely be less ignorant, which will allow them to have a better opinion on on like the life around them. So I believe that pushing the education should still be very, very important. Even if people are still going to be stupid, I believe they'll be less ignorant and that will severely make them more, like more intelligent in a different way. 
Yeah. I agree. I just don't think free college is necessary to achieve that. I don't. I, I wasn't saying. I'm just saying, just to contest the point that you were making there. There is a. There is still a reason to to educate the public, even if it means taking a little bit of a financial hit. I completely yeah, agree. I'm not, I'm I saying, also, listen, also, I'm saying this. People people talk about things that are that are like too expensive and free college be too expensive and all that shit. Listen, the U.S. government is never going to go bankrupt all of a sudden. We we owe how many trillion dollars in debt? You think we're gonna we think we're gonna we're gonna go in bankruptcy now? Like really? The U.S. government's never going to go bankrupt, but we'll just go fucking we'll do some like imperialist shit. Get a take a country and then boom, we're fine. Yeah, or they'll people, do some stupid love shit. investing in the U.S. We're fine. like, yeah, like listen, like I, I just don't, I just don't, I don't like the point they're trying to make there, where, where they say, oh, we don't have enough money for that, but then we keep on pumping more and more money every year into the military just to make like fancy fucking alien tech, like <laughs> that we're by the way never going to use, bro. We have nukes. That's the only thing we need. No one's ever going to attack us because we have nukes. Stupid shit. Like I grew up in a military family and they moved us around for like every few years. And let me tell you, if they just kept military families in one place. So part of the logic behind them moving military families for the viewers out there that don't know um, is that if you keep a group together for so long, naturally they're going to become like friends because they work together and over time become less productive. So um, or favoritism may form and things like that, or clicks within the office. So Mm -hmm. to eliminate that and promote like, Hey, we're, the army or where the Navy, uh, they move you around. So you get to work with other people and always get to be performing at your best and things along those lines. However, <laughs> the amount of money that you could save by just keeping every military family in one place for like life, or even if you wanted to move them like once in their, within their contract or something like that could be tremendously cut and save God knows how much money. Yeah. That's an interesting perspective. I, I agree with that. Josh, it's for sure time to get to at least the third question here. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. We, we that was only the second question. Holy fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you believe a national mask mandate would bring about positive change to American society? No, I I don't think mandating people to dress a certain way or wear certain things is a good step. I get the the logic that it could would may improve things health wise. Uh, but I think it's, it would harm things socially uh, to try to tell people, especially after this, this election, the way how polarizing this politics have been recently, I think trying to tell people you have to do this um, is just not the way to so, go about things. So you recognize the health benefits. You recognize it would contribute to the betterment of the health. Correct? I recognize people believe that. Oh, okay. All right. That's an interesting term. That's a very interesting term. So, Chase, I did come The CDC, will you say that they are a reliable source? The Center for Disease Control of the United States, are they reliable? All the smart people. I would say once they have full information, yes. But I, they have said yes. that they, they have said yes. before that have I, later been proven not true. Yeah, because no one knew anything. Correct. So what I would say is that due to research, like previous studies, not not guessing what will happen, but due to studies, they have said that five hundred thousand deaths will be here by March, but one hundred thirty thousand of those could not happen if everyone in America wore a mask. And that's based on the fact that like the droplets in your breath 
just don't spread as well when you're wearing a mask. So, so, so do you so, believe that, do you still believe that there are only, that there are no health benefits of everyone wearing a mask? I didn't say there weren't health benefits. I, I, I think that there, there are benefits to wearing masks. I, I think that those benefits have been drastically over-exaggerated by, for, to, by the media, by politicians. But when you say the CDC is I, not I exaggerating it, what they just said. Because that's that's just the CDC. If you don't trust them, that's fair. But I feel like they should be trusted. What did they say again? Read it. That if everyone wore a mask between now and March, everyone in America, 130,000 lives could be saved. And by the way, we just hit 10 million cases. So it's looking to be trending in the direction of a larger death count. I mean, even even if the death count is dropping, we're we're gaining cases. It means people are going to keep on dying. So, I mean, that's a number statistic. I mean, I don't have the resources or knowledge well, but, to disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, so, but do you believe? No, that's just ten million cases. That's in case you trust the CDC, and that you will, what they say about statistics, like that's that's the truth. Or do you say not necessarily? When it's backed by studies and science. I I say that COVID is a new virus that we have no experience with. Clearly, no one in the world was prepared for anything like this. So we can't rely on previous knowledge about other pre, the way other viruses have acted and the way other things have gone in the past yeah. to dictate how COVID's going to be. And I think, yeah, you, you can say putting a mask on everyone would help everything. So you put everyone putting everyone in a plastic hamster ball would help everything too. But Chase, we do. We There's do a large difference between a plastic hamster <laughs> ball and a mask, by the way. And by the way, I just yeah. I just want to ask, what are you placing above? Well, what are you placing above the health benefits of masks? Like, what is more important than the health benefits of masks in your eyes? I'm just curious. The cost of freedom. Yeah, like, do you really believe that the masks are like the thing that are, they're restricting your freedom? You know, you know, they numbered you right when you were born. Like, you have a social security number. <laughs> that's some, that's like they numbered you, and you're like, don't worry about masks, man. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm masks just saying are people just, be forced to wear them. I'm not saying okay. they should be there. I'm just saying I, it's it's in their betterment to do so. Like, it's it'd be kind of be dumb not to. Josh and Biden I, I agree. Proposed. I think that there are a lot of that there are benefits for certain groups, like people that are more at risk. Wearing a mask for them clearly makes sense, and that should be advised and spread and things like that. So, wearing However, a mask works for certain for certain people. Yes. So, why does it work for someone that has? Uh, if my immune system ailment? is strong enough to, hand, and I know your argument is going to be, well, it's not for COVID, but my argument is that if my immune system is strong enough to handle things as it is. I don't need. It should be my decision whether or not to wear an to wear a mask or not. Oh, People no, my, with a weaker immune no. system. No, but the thing is, my, I believe you could be COVID. I believe I could be COVID. But the people that you are around, are you sure they could be yeah. COVID? You know, like if you can beat it, that's cool. But like, I'm going to see my grandparents this this winter, and I need to be as safe as humanly possible. That, I, and because of that, I will wear a mask when I'm around people like other people that are more susceptible. So, but However, that is my choice to yeah. do that. No one is directly mandating you. Like, so, but I'm if, wearing it if because you're around Josh and I, who are people that should, not definitely, but should be. Yeah, like I, I, I'm now wearing a mask like as often as possible because um, I just need to. But you, you also don't know about who we live with or who's in our lives. It's just the spread. Yeah. If I infect Josh and he's going to see his grandparents. That's just as a society. That's how that spread works. They're both lifetime smokers. If they get it, they're probably be so wearing a mask so, all the time would be beneficial when you're around other people. 
the way I look at it is I, I'm willing to put myself at risk, so I should not be forced to wear a mask. If other people around me would be more comfortable with me wearing a mask, because I'm a nice guy, I'm willing to put one on. I shouldn't okay. be mandated to make that decision, though. Okay. My belief is that you're not just being a nice guy for wearing a mask. It's more so your duty. It's like, I'm not a nice guy for not killing everyone in the city of Pittsburgh. I'm just being like a like a normal person. Like if if you may, you know what I'm saying? Not wearing a mask and killing people, that, like that's the same difference between a hamster ball and a mask. Like you're yeah. you're exaggerating. No, like, but it's, I mean, it's using the same principle in that if I'm wearing a mask, like I'm I'm helping society as a whole. That's like mandatory community service. Because yeah, you're helping society, but you like, we we already have when you drive a car in America. They mandate that you have liability insurance. That's a government mandate that intrudes on your life for the good of society. How is wearing a mask any different? Because you make that decision to like, you agree that if you're going to have a car, okay, I will abide by these regulations. I will have insurance. Walking on the street is a basic right. You don't need a permit or to meet any regulations or anything like that to walk down the street. But do you believe a pandemic possibly changes a couple things like in your day-to-day life, like maybe during a pandemic, you should have to wear a mask because it's a pandemic. And it's kind of like, according to science, you should probably wear a mask. Like, can't you make an exception for like a extraordinary, like an act of God, you know, insurance has, 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 uh, has clauses for acts of God, you know, hurricane shit like that. So like a pandemic could be considered that. The U S government can declare war powers. And that elevates their ability to do things like that. And in that case, like, okay, yeah, like they can do that. They have the means to do that. Um, But I think that there are policies in place and procedures that need channels that need to be, that should be gone through before you just make a mandate like that of, okay, like this is bad. We need to do this. And the reason that that hasn't been done is because people are like, if that happens right now and the government gets enough power to mandate everyone wears a mask with genuine authority, that gives Trump the authority to do anything, whatever the hell he wants to. And that scares people. So no one wants to do And that's where we're at. Yeah, man, I I do. No man, I do like like freedom. (laughs) I do think that everyone should. I like freedom, too. I, I would say. Maybe a greater problem isn't the government's uh, forcefulness of a mask mandate, but more so the misinformation out there. If everyone was just smart and had true information, there'd be no reason to not wear a mask. Everyone would be doing it. If everyone was smart and had education, which is a different topic here. Mm -hmm. And if everyone is smart and has the correct information, they will make the decision to wear a mask. And I and I mean, this is getting a little in there, but I think Trump distorted that information tremendously and led to mass misinformation. Yeah, the people- when ma- masks became political, but I, I, no, actually, no, COVID became political. I do disagree with the fact Anthony Fauci, like Fauci, should have never gone on television ever. He should have been a faceless doctor the entire time, so people could have fucking. Dude, but then, but then, who would America listen to? There'd only be Donald Trump. No, but like. Put someone else out there, dude. Put the, the the woman who looked like she was on fucking Xanax the entire time. She was capable. why why her and not Fauci? Because she's like uh she was literally like a nothing. She literally was out there for like what a couple months and then just disappeared. Just have a rotation of like doctors that were kind of working around yeah. it, but don't yeah, give the head of the entire thing 
Don't put his yeah. face out there because then people can start attacking him mm-hmm. and then people know him. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but look what he did way back in. Like, listen, man, the guy, yeah, the guy's not conspiring against us, right? The man I was agree. one of the like one of the leading doctors that helped save us during, I believe, either the first Ebola crisis or the HIV epidemic in the beginning of the HIV epidemic. The man is a good dude. He's not trying to spread mis- misinformation. He's just trying to help the American public. He's been in government for like 30 years. I yeah, doubt. I, I doubt he's going to start trying to make a political career of his. Like, I, I doubt he's going to try to become a cl- political figure thirty years into his fucking government job. Like, so I doubt clearly, that. Clearly, masks aren't necessarily like a like something that's in right now. Like everyone wears them, but not everyone. But what is, you're familiar with the sunglasses. Yes, Those are very nice. So Joe Biden, I'm, I'm a fan, continuously wears aviators, mm-hmm. and I believe he's a handsome devil that is able to look cooler than everyone else at that moment. Dude, his smile, it just makes me smile, man. His political I smile love, makes I, me feel good. I love his smile, man. Yeah, he, doesn't look, he doesn't look at all. He just looks like a happy dude. He looks like a grandfather. He looks so, like my grandpa, bro. And then, I love Ace, Joe Biden, to be honest. Ace, would you say that Joe Biden, as president wearing aviators all the time, will make them like in? Do you think I, would buy, I will buy them. I will buy I want to buy aviators now that I'm Joe gonna, Biden. I'm going to buy aviators, aviators dude. I think a lot of Biden supporters will be sporting aviators now. Yeah, yeah, I, I think agree. I, I'm saying <laughs> aviators are getting political. Man, kind of like Biden Biden said, "Aviators be Biden's." Yeah, this man Biden said he wanted to be the president for everyone, bro. So aviators could be a Trump supporter thing too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we'll see. I really, we'll see. I really do hope Biden does a good job, bro. I want him to make an easy reelection second term, and then just coast and just do well. I think he'll do a lot of good. I don't want him to die yeah. early. Biden say he's not running for a second term. He's definitely. I don't not, think though. he ever said that. I want him Gosh, to, but I don't Gosh, know. He's not, dude. He's so old. I know, dude. He'd be eighty-six. He'll probably be dead. I'm just being. He's wishful. seventy-eight now. He'll be, He'd dead. be eighty-six. We're gonna get. The, we're gonna get the cop Kamala Harris as our first female, <laughs> uh, fucking president ever. She's gonna be the first one ever, and of course, it's gonna Ted be. Cruz. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like, bro. You ever see the show Veep? You ever see Ted Veep? Cruz be Kamala? Uh, no, I've not. Veep is literally about the the um like the Louise uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, the woman from uh, Seinfeld. She's uh, she plays the vice president, and she becomes the first female president ever because the, uh, the the president resigns. <laughs> it's Word. so funny. Like that's how it's gonna happen. The first female president won't get elected. She'll get uh she'll get pushed in there. Ace bro, I want to thank you for coming on the pod, man. It's been tight, but you know now we need to do edgy meme of the week. So as always. I'd like my guests to go first and tell Josh and I your edgy meme of this week. All right. So my meme for this week is, it says Kevin Spacey comes out as dyslexic. I thought the 14 year old was 41. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. That's, <laughs> fucking, that's solid. That's solid. Uh, Josh. All right. You brought heat last time, man. I got a good, I think I have a decent one. All right. Step yeah. three step process here. Step one, adopt the child. Step two, name it awesome. Step three, now you can say I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, now I got to follow that one. Uh, mine is when you're learning probability in math class and the autistic kid pulls out a revolver and starts playing Russian roulette with the teacher. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, word. Uh, guys, 
that concludes the fourth ep of the cage. Um, as always, hit us at cage the pod at gmail.com or you're just a squid. And who the fuck wants to be a squid? Come on. You want a fleshy body and a beak? Really? No. Come on, bro. Tentacles? Come on, buddy. (laughs) We're not in Japan. It doesn't fly here. Also, uh, follow us. Follow us on our fucking socials. Uh, Twitter is at cage underscore pod. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash cage the pod. And our Instagram is just simply cage the pod. No spaces. No capital Catch letters. Photo of Nancy on that Instagram minus two months. We're trying. That's going to be our only photo yeah, ever. Be that's It'll be our only photo ever. Oh. Remember, remember, guys. If you want, oh wait, for, we'll put this out now. If you want to be our fucking uh, computer bitch uh, during the winter break when we will be uh, potting in the same room, if you can get to our hometown, which we will not say online. Which we which you we say email in the email. Us. If you can uh, if you can travel every like probably week at least once a week I think uh, we'll figure that out. But uh, if you can do that, Yo, then G- email us. Um, What's your email a- again? At cagethepod at gmail dot com. Ch- Ace. Yes. Ace, bro. I want to dab me up. Did you say at cagethepod at gmail dot com? Yeah. It's the it's cage the pod at gmail.com, not at cage, it's cage yeah, the pod at gmail.com. Okay. You're so, yeah. you're so uh, but Ace, bro, we're happy you were on, man. Yeah, man. Good meeting you, bro. It's been a pleasure. Thank uh, you guys for having me. Yeah, I think uh, we might see a recurring Ace on the pod in I'd the cage. Be more than happy <laughs> to come back anytime you guys will have me. Uh, but otherwise, we'll catch you.